Our text this morning for uh, this Pentecost day comes from the, uh, the gospel reading in John 14. Uh, I need verses, uh, just verse 26, I guess. The Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will give, uh, teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. This is our text. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> I don't know if you have uh, done much of this, but uh, on, on the TV you have all these, uh, uh, what do you call them, um, game shows. And uh, for me, I don't know if this is the same for you, they, they do two things, basically. Uh, when you remember something that was uh, difficult to remember, it gives you some confidence that you're not a bonehead. Uh, on the other hand, when you can't come up with something that you know is easy and it just won't come to mind, then it makes you feel like a dope. And, and you really never know which one you're going to get. Uh, and, uh, that's the, the nature of game shows. I guess uh, they, they can be a little addicting that way. Now, uh, the, the reason I, I'm bringing that up is because here's Jesus and he's starting this reading with a thought like that. Uh, if you love him, you'll keep his word. Uh, on the other hand, if you don't love him, you won't keep his word. He's pretty straightforward about that. Uh, if any of the disciples heard any of that, uh, it should bring a pretty sharp heart attack, in my opinion. Uh, you need to understand here that he is speaking uh, on the, the night when he was betrayed. Uh, this is in the upper room. He's talking to his disciples uh, over the Passover meal, and uh, this is part of what he is saying. Uh, he's talking about his betrayal. And, uh, and one of the things that's going to happen is when he gets arrested, all the whole bunch of them are, are going to have a problem with that. It's going to scare them. So, uh, I mean, uh, one of them is going to be the betrayer, uh, this we know. One of them is going to deny him three times. And even at the, the best of them are going to run away like a bunch of cowards, uh, much like we would do if we were in that picture. Uh, so, you know, when you, when you get this from Jesus, uh, those who love him are going to keep his word. Uh, well, where's the love if you're running away and denying and betraying? Uh, and these are the guys that he chose to be with him. And, and on top of that, if, if there's no apparent love, then what's, uh, well, I mean, look at what they did and tell me that they kept his word. It's kind of a hard uh, problem. And these, like I said, are the, the ones that are closest to him. This is not good. Um, for us, I guess maybe there's a bigger problem. Uh, they at least had been walking around with Jesus for three years. Uh, you've probably heard witnesses from the scriptures for a lot longer than that, but, but not face-to-face -face with Jesus. Uh, but how much of his word do you actually remember? Uh, of all the things that you've heard. Uh, I, I suppose, uh, the, you know, in the way of games again, uh, if you ever played any Bible trivia, then you know what I mean. Uh, a lot of the stuff, it just didn't stick. And, and so you feel like kind of a dope. Uh, and, uh, I think that's obvious that you haven't been able to hang on to his word much. Or, or if you're really, uh, um, well, uh, truthful about yourself, I suppose, 
Um, well, thinking about how we are about remembering, do you think even if you were with Jesus for three years that you would remember everything he said? And the obvious answer is I don't think so. I'm, I'm virtually certain I wouldn't. Uh, I, I did hang around a seminary where I went, you know, six days a week for five or six hours a day listening to people talk about Bible stuff and Jesus, and I don't remember half of what they said to me. So I, I, I can understand completely what human nature can be like. But how can you keep, ultimately, what you can't remember? Or, or uh, you know, how hard have you worked at trying to get all that information in the first place? And that, that's already kind of a stretch because it's difficult to do that constantly. And even then, you probably still can't remember a lot of it. So, uh, does that mean you don't love him? If you can't keep his word? If you can't remember what he said? If you can't uh, even think of what was important in any particular moment? Uh, is there any kind of peace possible if you can't hold the little bit that you've heard from God and hang on to it in your head? Does that mean you don't love him? I See, this is all very difficult and uh, it's, a, it's a mess and it's worrisome uh, if you're serious about what he says. Because even if you don't remember last week, you heard what he said today. Uh on the other hand, if God's salvation were dependent on your memory, <laughs> that would not be a peaceful notion. Wouldn't be for any of us. But God knows you very well. He knows all things and he knows everything about you from the beginning of your life to the end. Every single notion, every thought, every deed. Uh, if you think about it for a moment, uh, a, a number of you were uh, baptized as babies. Uh, so a, a, as an infant in the waters of baptism, there's not much chance that you can remember anything much in, in that phase of your life. Uh, and yet Peter says on the day of Pentecost, we didn't get that in the Acts 2 reading, but it's coming a little bit later, that uh, the promise is for you and for your children. Children are mentioned very specifically there when he's talking about baptism. Uh, so even if you can't remember what it was like when you were baptized, it, it is for you. Um, you've had loved ones, I have no doubt, because uh, it's happened to me a, a number of times, who yet lived, who couldn't think at all for one reason or another. Uh, whether it's uh, some kind of dementia, or whether they were unconscious for a time in the hospital because they were very sick or knocked in the head or whatever. Uh, some people are insane. Sometimes it's only temporary. Sometimes it goes on. Uh, uh, and there are uh, all kinds of different mental handicaps that happen to people, uh, brain damage, injuries, and, and all kinds of mental handicaps. Um, I don't know if it's true for you but I have known people in all different kinds of mental trouble uh, that believed and loved Jesus. I've seen it. I know that you've seen it. It's because the Holy Spirit is your God. 
uh, he's part of the Trinity somehow, as we have been taught, and he is the one who teaches all of it to your living God-given faith, which is not necessarily and hardly ever actually uh, an intellectual exercise. <laughs> uh, it, it's not the point that he, that he should teach your intellect because that has nothing to do with faith. He is the one who brings to remembrance what you need to believe. Jesus said that just now. Uh, to explain what you believe so that you can understand for yourself as much as your brain is able to do uh, and, and, and whatever it is that he might have in a way of a purpose for you to do in the world. Uh, he gives you what you need to defend the truth such as it is for the world to hear from you Yes, even from you, as you know, we're here. You belong to God. You believe Jesus and you do indeed love him. Can you remember everything? No. But the Spirit brings what you need. You are not infinite. You are not all-knowing. You are not all-powerful, but God is. And he is by your side always and in your soul always. Jesus died for every part of you, whatever part of your mind and your soul and your body is in this world. Uh, he died for that to be forgiven and to redeem all of it from top to bottom, even in your limited and sinful mind. The Holy Spirit is all powerful and he has been sent in this Pentecost Celebration to remind you of every truth you need to bring you to uh, salvation that God has, has uh, given you. So to believe it and to love God in it. In this, as Jesus says, you have his peace. Not like the world gives, but his peace. Uh, you have heard it said many, many times, the peace that passes all understanding. That's the peace of God. This he gives you. And he takes your fear away because your God lives with you, in you, side by side with you, and never will leave you. That's peace. And, and, and this should take away your fear and, and because you, you know him. You know what Jesus has done for you. You love him because of that. And you know that he has done these things for you and that he loves you and this is your believing, and this is your salvation. There is a warning hiding in here. Uh, it's not hiding very well, but Jesus said that the ruler of this world is coming. That would be Satan. Uh, and, and in verse 30, I, I have to say, though, because of the way this is going to go, uh, it's not like it, nobody said it was going to go like this. Jesus says multiple times what he's going to do and how he's going to rise from the dead. Uh, I, I would say uh, Satan has to have a lousy memory <laughs> because either he didn't hear or doesn't remember or whatever it is that God spoke plainly from the beginning of time to this moment, that what God's path would be for his son and 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 all of the things that have been said about your salvation in him those things
God has said, set in motion, and they did in fact come to pass. Satan didn't remember. In fact, to this day, he's still fussing, still fighting, still trying to have what he cannot have. See, you know, as we sit here, uh, you already know what the end looks like. You know that Christ wins, that Christ is the judge, that the all-powerful God that you know, the one that loves you, is coming into the world. He's been here to go to a cross to take your sin and to give you eternal life. He is coming, and he has already won the victory, and he has already promised to give you eternity. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.